Hello, and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. It's a lovely day in America, is it? <laughs> Never. No. <laughs> it's not great. I mean, it's uh, it's a day. It's a day. It's a day in, in. Look, what do you want? This is not uh, this is not the land of milk and honey. That's uh, Israel. Israel. I guess. I don't know. We were listening to a broadcaster, and he was going through the. This doesn't happen in Europe. This doesn't happen in, uh, in you know uh, Australia. Right. This doesn't happen. In, <laughs> this doesn't happen in Israel, and it's like, well, all right. Yeah. I, have, guess they, I guess if you don't count like your your baby getting bombed. Well, yeah. <laughs> the first minute. <laughs> Go straight to the um, no, they, look, things happen in Israel. It's it's uh, it's not uneventful in Israel. It's not the same things. Yeah, but they have different their, issues. They have their own picadillos. D- yeah, different problems. Different different folks for different <laughs> bicycle spokes. Uh, change it up. So what happened? Some 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 out of school. I don't want to talk. I mean, we're going to... Here's the thing. Another tragedy. It's, uh... Look, it's just America. Yeah. You, you can't uh, have anything nice. You can. I mean, look, you can. But uh, it's going to be rough. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't... Look, I don't know what you... Like, people want gun control. They don't want gun control. I, I don't know. I think I think you know there might be some room for people. No, we need to fight the tyrants. And look, I've been in that you know mindset before. We're like, look, it's good to have a check on tyranny, but uh, the problem I don't is know, maybe I mean, the, the yeah. problem you get you run into yeah. with the Second Amendment, and I like the idea of it too. But like the problem you run into is that a lot of the time the armed citizenry just agrees with the fascists. Like it's not, like, you know, like maybe they would fight back. Yeah, like, well, we'll, we'll, I think they have at some points in history, but like, we'll yeah. give you, we'll give you, uh, you want Vegas? We'll give you Vegas. Right. <laughs> They'll give all the militias Vegas. Yeah. In, in the new, uh, right. In the new Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, the fascists will just court the militias. Like that's how I. Well, think there's it works different types of, of things. I mean, people will point to uh, Afghanistan. How do you say it properly? <laughs> Afghanistan. Af- yeah. Well, that's I mean, how I maybe always some say, people say stuff. I, get, I mean, I always hear like Brian Callen saying it like in a certain way, but oh. I, I never liked it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but he might have been right about that. But it seemed it seemed pretentious. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but yeah, you, you fight. You know, well, they fought the America. You know, how, how are you going to fight uh, stuff bombers? And it's like Ukraine's doing it with you know the guns that we give them. Yeah, the, right. I mean, <laughs> look, if the American government, if a tyrannical American, American government sends the militias, like, you know, Singer missiles and, and bazookas and, and like heavy artillery, we might be able to beat them. <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep things interesting. Right. Look, if the CIA uh, helps us instead of, poison, you know, mind controlling our children for uh, all sorts of activities, yeah. then maybe we can find, you know, I don't know. It's it's possible. Uh, yeah, it, it's not that I don't want to you know discuss it, but it's just a, it's such a third rail issue now that it's not. Uh, we need to find some alternative. We can't just keep saying gun control because um, that's like it's like it's like telling that your uncle who's just like got a goiter, which is a, actually a tumor, mm. but he calls it a goiter, <laughs> that you should go to the doctor. He's like, I don't like doctors because one time you know they gave him a. A needle full of, you know, for mumps and like, you know, didn't like it. Yeah. And now he hates doctors. Or maybe a doctor lost them. I don't know. 
But, uh, you know, it all happens all the time. When I used to work in the morgue. There was just stubborn people out there who don't like doctors. Yeah. Every one time, uh, report was, you know, well, he told his wife if, uh, if, was, if we were still alive on Monday, he'll go to the doctor. <laughs> and he wasn't. <laughs> so, you know, it's what it is. I, I mean, and there are some just, like, genuinely bad arguments on the gun control side. Where it, it might like, not work. Yeah, I, like, it might not work. Like, there's, like, I, I, I like, one uh, thing that annoys me is when people are, like, well, with a, well, that amendment was written, you know, hundreds of years ago. And it's, like, yeah, but that's kind of how constitutions work a lot of the sure. time. Like, it's like yeah, so, well, you yeah. Can't, you can't just take it out. It, it was can't just on. be that. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> and, look, at the end of the day, I mean, look, if we somehow, I mean, we, I mean, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a strange, you know, amorphous figure in the, in the realm of American politics. Uh, I, you know, no, no, what I am. I'm, you know, I'm, in, I'm in the undesirable is what I am. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, my point is, but, you know, but it, it would be interesting if they, there was momentum and they banned at least certain guns and yeah. nothing happened. Which is very po- <laughs> it's possible. There's a lot of reasons for these things. Right. And uh, it would just be, would that be the epitome of egg on face? <laughs> if uh, they got worse. They got worse. <laughs> they got worse. Oh, yeah. Look. That wouldn't even be that like comically ironical. I mean, it wouldn't be comical. It'd be more, more more shootings wouldn't be comical at all. Right. But the uh, wouldn't even be that much more ironic nowadays. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, things got worse. That seems that seems right. <laughs> yeah. But my uh, point, look, because I, I got, I, I'm not, I'm sympathetic to the idea that you know, it's just the fact that no one even wants to discuss it at all, and maybe Nobody have a wants couple to do anything, any measure, like any. Because look, I agree. Like that's not the only answer. Sure. Uh. Like mental health. Other countries see, look, it seems to have worked. Uh, and then the, the, and people bring up, well, there's more people in that country. Okay. okay. And there's, uh, you'll never get these guns you know, out of circulation. Perhaps not. I mean, I, I can't get, you know, uh, Marmite easily <laughs> in this country. Yeah. It's, it's a chore to get Marmite. <laughs> you know, that's not even illegal. Right. I have to go through Amazon to get that. So, I mean, I like people. That's a pol- that's also a polarizing subject. Is Marmite? <laughs> if you're not familiar with Marmite, it's a, a originally a British product, I believe. It's yeast extract. It's as far as I know, it's the industrial extract from when they make beer. Mm. It's this brown paste that British people put on toast. And it, I like it's very umami, right? Very savory, yeah. very, and it's been it's very polarizing. People love or hate it. Uh. I wish I could get that easier, mm. you know. So I I don't know if I buy that. Like I'll still get it if they want it. It's like, you know, I don't know where I would get one a, a jar. You know, they have those squeeze ones. The ones you because it's very difficult to paint the the, the spread. Mm. It's marmite, and like they have they make one that's that's actually like a like a like a like a, like a toothpaste thing. I would love to have that, but it's like fifty bucks to get on Amazon because it's like you know regular even even the marmite distributors don't usually have it. I'm not spending fifty bucks for Marmite. Right. Well, that's probably because it's viewed as kind of a, you know, a, a like a minimalist prod, uh, like product, like right, like it's minimal, like, like, like survivalist. Like you're not necessarily supposed to have like a, a a giant jug of Marmite in your house. Yeah. No, you like, they, they come in a small little thing. Yeah. So maybe that's what gun culture needs. Like maybe there needs to be there is like a subculture. Cute little guns. Yeah, cute little guns. Like Ooh. there needs to be a subculture. Because there is like a YouTube subculture of like gun enthusiasts. Like, wh- where's like the gun minimalist movement of just like, 
It's not sophisticated. Well, yeah, it's called, it's called 3, 3 print them. <laughs> <laughs> I think the government doesn't like that. <laughs> it's, it's a very, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that seems like a very, I don't even want to talk about it. That seems like someone's going to get us ripped off <laughs> of uh, all sorts of things. Um, but uh, they they share they like to share their plans. <laughs> um, maybe it's not that controversial. I don't know. Yeah. But you know, the, no. I just mean cultural, like a cultural shift of like, you know. Oh, you mean like school shooters going like look like, like the same way you have like guys who like I don't use power tools. They're right. like I don't use semi autos. I'm like you know, yes, have a mass shooting. Exactly. Yeah, that would be look. <laughs> Look, I mean, it, it sounds horrific, but that would be a improvement, a net improvement, at least in the short term, unless they start getting competitive. Because, like, I, in the synth world, there's, like, you know, what you call a DAW, a DAW, which is, like, you know, basically it's, like, Photoshop for music, and if, lack of a better term, and everything's there. But then there's the guys who have the hardware synths and just have these little boxes that control them, and it's DAWless. And it's, like, it's, it's an analog purist. And, like, people do really cool stuff with them. And you hope there isn't that competitive thing with this where it's like they just get better at using the old time guns or, That's the, true, yeah. or the less the less speedy or maybe you know or, or like it's like call of duty with that, with that one kid with a knife and he's just stabbing you it's like how did that happen <laughs> i got a whole big thing here you stab me with a knife <laughs> we're never gonna be monetized again <laughs> i don't know how it works <laughs> no we, we, last week i think we worked out oh good All right. just, they gave me a scare but then it, was, it turned out it was fine but this week i don't know we're trying to solve the problem here. Yeah. People get very touchy. And it's like, you know, uh, maybe, like, look, we had a great, str- what was our, str- this was having more to do with cop shooting, you know, individuals, right? It was, it came up, our, our strategy we developed uh, last year. Yeah. A, a, on the pod. A special team. A special team. It was kind of based on Final Fantasy, if you remember. And uh, the whole idea was that you have, Every cop is is part of a four team unit. Mm. You have, a, a, you have, we we give the we give the not we give that we give the the mental health professionals we give them a shake. Mm. They get, we, you get a mental health professional in the car. You get a medic. Mm. The you, mage. The mage, yes, yeah. as it were. You get the big bruiser. You get one guy who's all decked out in like like flexible body armor. Uh, I've seen it, but like the best way to describe it is Batman without a cape. Mm. But I've seen, like, I've seen people have this kind of movable plate armor, but he doesn't have a gun. And then you have a guy with a gun. Because <laughs> right. the problem is you can't, like, oh, I can't, like, get into a scuffle because the guy get my gun. Then he shoots people with it. Then we're, we're, where are we now? So then you, that's why you have him grappling. But if it gets out of hand, the guy with the gun can shoot from a distance. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a whole, it's a multi, it's, it's a weapons mix, mm. as it were. Right. Uh, we need something like that, perhaps, you know, an idea like that, which worked, I believe. Yeah. Our idea, I think, tri- matriculated, is that the word, or triculated? Tri- <laughs> it, 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 trick, it trickled <laughs> yeah. in, in, into the into zeitgeist and um, the state of our lives. Or, Certain states are using it as a blueprint. I mean, they should be to get pay us. Yeah. I mean, we want we want most people to die, but we got to get paid. <laughs> Money over everything. Um but no, but yeah, like we need an idea, and it can't be like gun. Like I, I, again, I don't know if, if gun control would work. It doesn't matter because we're not going to broach it. Apparently, mm. I mean, it's, it's like a brainstorming session. But don't touch this piece of cheesecake. <laughs> it's not for you. Like, all right, it's like in Apollo thirteen, right? When and I, I'm not a big Ron Howard fan. He takes a lot of liberties. I've learned realized over the years too much liberties. But that scene in Apollo thirteen. 
when you know they're running out of oxygen or whatever, and Ed, I think Ed Harris or some other guy gets a bunch of nerds in the, in a, uh, into a room, you know, these black horn glasses and these and just resent and, and resentment, mm. you know, he's just bleh, guys, <laughs> and he dumps a bunch of garbage, like looks like garbage onto a table, and he says. This is what they got making an air filter. You got 20 minutes. <laughs> and they and they just, they don't even flinch. They start putting it together. I mean, in real life, they might have flinched. They might be like, what the fuck? What? Huh? No, this, this is, this, there, nothing in here makes air filter. This is, this is garbage. Right. But in the movie, they didn't flinch. They right. went right to it. We'll just, we're, you know, we're just going to figure it out. And they did. Yeah, I guess they really that's did. finding a solution to this without gun control. Yeah, right? and that, right. that's the thing. We need those nasty guys uh, who are all dead and probably you know, are voting against gun control. And, you know, whatever. I mean, right. that, those might be the same guys who are like, you know, over my dead body. <laughs> it's like, didn't you work on the, on the lunar module? It's like, <laughs> get off my property. <laughs> um, boy, you're fat. Like, all right, well, geez. I mean, thank you, sir. Uh, so uh, I have- we, need, we need a garbage solution. I've got I've got an idea. It's yeah. simple. It's actually something that like the right has proposed in the past. Okay. In in a and they've gotten a little extreme with it. Like I don't believe in arming teachers and guidance counselors. Oh, what? Bumping this thing. Uh, yeah. I need, I need, what do these metal things do? All they do is make noise when you hit it. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> anyway, go. On. But yeah, like I don't believe in like arming teachers and stuff. Like, no, I mean I look. I've never. I didn't. I famously. Had no love for any of my teachers. Right, yeah. So I wouldn't want any of them to have guns. I was a bastard. I was. I mean, I was a jerk. I wouldn't want them to have. There, there are priests who probably would have wanted to shoot you. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, but I do think you could whittle it down to like maybe like you have a, a, a an old military veteran, just a guy. You know, and, they, and mm. you put him in front of the school. Some schools are on a hill, so maybe you put him at the bottom of the hill. And he has a desk. What schools are on a hill. <laughs> <laughs> My school was on a hill. Was on a hill. Well, everything where you're from is on a hill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, he just sits at his desk, and his only job is to just have a gun. And if a school shooter comes, uh, uh, fight him. And, and fight, have, wait, <laughs> fight him? Fight Not him. shoot him? Either with gun or with or with fists. I mean, look, that's an idea. Um, and, and they're not supposed to do it. They're not allowed to talk to the kids. They shouldn't have any interaction with the kids. <laughs> what if they want to ask, like, where's the shooter? <laughs> I heard gunshots. Where, did you see him? And then, you know, the, kid, the kid's like, the kid's like oh, the, he's over there. Hey, 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 hey. I can't talk to you. I, I, I'm... I'm, I'm yeah, he's like he, he, he doesn't even say that. Yeah, he's just he's just like, you know, you know he's why play, he's playing that game, like, you know. But it's it's a protection because you don't want him to have relationships with the kids where he thinks one kid is annoying and maybe starts wanting to shoot him. I mean, right? look, whoa, oh my god, this is this is that's your reason? Well, because that was the whole problem with teachers and guns, right? That they might want to. It might some some escalation between the teacher and student might happen. I look that's no the, contact. I mean, that was a cute thing to say, but I mean, I don't. I don't that wasn't really my reason. <laughs> I just don't think. Uh, yeah, I, I, I look if you're if if, you, if you're putting a guy into a school with a gun and and worrying that he if he gets a little annoyed, that <laughs> you know, a military veteran is going to get like pushed over the edge because a kid like made fun of him. Some guy who's been to war. It's like that. May, look, this might not be the best idea. Like, we're, we're not going to start. Look, I have this great plan. You're at the, the proposal. Like, you're at the town, town meeting. I've, the school board. I'm like, I, I have a new, you know, Mr. Scott, you have a proposal? <laughs> like, 
yeah, I have a security guard who shows up there. This sounds actually pretty good. Right. There's only one uh, thing I think, you know, that I've noticed myself that is an issue here. Uh, we'll have to resolve. It's like the, the guy's going to be prone to want to kill the kids. It's like, well, like, if we could just solve that, if we just figure, you know, maybe, maybe they don't talk to him. Just to, just to focus. I mean, I think he's like, because he's going to have some PTSD. But but it's the PTSD needs soldiers to be- often do. I, I don't claim to understand it, but that, that often that seems to be a, a thing the soldiers have. We're gonna intentionally get one with PTSD, oh. and then we're gonna focus all the PTSD on like like show them images of school shooters have have them build up a hatred towards them that can explode if okay. they're triggered. The, the, but we don't want his PTSD getting distracted. Do they look like anything the school shooter, or they just look like kids, <laughs> like or young, young young people? I mean, I guess look. <laughs> They often wear body armor, I guess, right? This guy was wearing body armor, but didn't yeah. have the armor plate. Right. And then the cops, you know, I don't know, didn't do anything. Or one of them did. And he shot. I don't know. Uh, there were cops before he got in there, you know. There were cops before he got in? Yeah, like he shot one guy, I think it was a district officer. And then uh, I believe there was a couple of cops who, like, engaged with them on some level. And then he, like, shot at them, and they just ran away. Right behind their cars, and then he walked in, did what he did. And people are very mad at the cops uh, online, and, uh, you know, it seems like it's not... It, look, that, was, that that would have been a great PR move for cops. Like, we, yeah, should we blame... Sure. Should we, look, it's a scary situation. You could say it's their job. It's, you know, it's, it's self-preservation. Can you blame them? Perhaps not. But that would have been a great PR move, wouldn't it? Yeah. If they bagged one? If they, we yeah, got one. If they just got one. You need us! <laughs> Come on, you know, it's like when a when a husband a bad husband takes out the garbage. Look what I did, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a louse, and I steal your money and I gamble it. But I, you come home, you come home, and he's he's made like a. Well, he's gotten a pizza, but he's, he's put the, he's put the plates out. And he's fed the kids. Right. Look, look what I, you know. It's like Lester. It's like I feel like Lester. Well. I don't think Lester Diamond from Casino ever did that. But, I mean, it'd be like a guy like that. And he's like, look, I got pizza. I'm like, this is nice. I'll give you a foot rub later. And that keeps the marriage going for another six months. Right, right. You know, he's just getting by. That's what the, co- the cops could have used to win. <laughs> they ran away. I mean, whatever happened to calling for backup or whatever? Like, I mean, they did. But, did you they know, just like, run? Like, well, you know, well, I think they went behind their car. I don't know for sure. I've read, you know, I've read different accounts. Yeah. I think they went behind the car. Look, the guy had, you know, a big rifle and he's shooting. I mean, what do you, what do you want? I mean, like, I don't know. They, like, do, do you want to give the cops a grenade? I would, that's what I thought. Like, oh, it'd be great if he had a grenade right now. Just throw it at the guy. Mm. I mean, towards the school, I guess, because that's where he was heading. Mm. So it's, it's fraught. And then you know, and then you can be second guessing them. You know, let's be fair. I'm not saying they don't deserve second guessing, but if they had a grenade in that moment and they threw it, and then like you know, they accidentally you know didn't hit that guy, right? And hit someone else, you'd be second guessing them. That's true. So it's like you know, but maybe they get a grenade. The cops give the cop. How crazy would it be if we solved this by just giving each cop a grenade? <laughs> I know it seems counterintuitive, but it's the kind of the kind of thing where it's like I used to watch this guy Gary, Gary Trudeau or so, I don't know it wasn't Justin Trudeau it was this guy but like it was like you know natural cures or something some scammer some alleged scammer but he would be like you know you people tell you you, you, you acid reflux you drink less acid you put more acid you put vinegar in and it counteracts it mm. and you wouldn't think that would be the case and he I think he went to jail. <laughs> 
But the point is <laughs> that like uh, maybe more maybe a, a grenade, even though it seems inflammatory, mm. might you because then you could throw it without being scared. Yeah, maybe the grenade like could only be used like in a school shooter scenario. Okay. Like it's like it, this is your school shooter grenade. Okay, that's fair. You, you get one. You only use it outside, maybe. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I don't trust them on the inside, but but if, if you see a guy walking, you can throw. Because there aren't a lot of these guys like ex college athletes or ex like high school like football guys, hmm. right? Like you know maybe 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 they can throw. Like, maybe that bad shooting some of them, but maybe they could throw it. They right. could throw a grenade. Yeah. And uh, not hit kids or teachers, hopefully. <laughs> Um, per, like, should we, I mean, should kids just have body armor? It's starting to look that way. I mean, it, they, they have like bulletproof backpacks, right? Um, so, oh yeah, some, some schools do, I think. Well, I don't think it's a school thing. I think it's a parent thing. Oh, right, right. <laughs> sco- schools have the drills. Right. They right. Have a, um. Which apparently I, are not working. Well, I mean, we don't know how many would have, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe it was effective on some level. Maybe. It would have been a lot more. Apparently, he was in there for an hour. Nah. And so maybe a lot more kids. Maybe he was, like, trying all the doors, and then they locked themselves in the doors. And That's true. That's we don't true. Let's not say that. Didn't, yeah, maybe that might have helped. <laughs> we just don't know. We don't, cause, mostly because we don't research. I just mean they're not 100%. Well, I don't think there are drills are about disarming anybody. Yeah. It's more about just kind of. Like, I, I was out of school by the time those drills started. I was, like. But, in no, the, but all this is, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you had a little bit of gun gunplay. Yeah. A uh, gun, you know, to to those drills. Suddenly, you have an army of six year olds. Can we get, um, like an air marshal kind of thing, but with certain kids? Like maybe, look, maybe the class president, or like the valedictorian, or whoever's ahead in the valedictorian race, those kids get the, you know, get it's it's a or the class president gets to be armed. Yeah, because those guys don't tend to be the one, where girls don't tend to be the ones doing this, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm not saying arm the popular kids, mm. but like maybe like the, <laughs> but maybe the valedictorian and the salutatorian are kind of you know get that responsibility. Yeah, and the, the do-gooders. Yeah, because they take it, they they take all the crap seriously anyway. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe we should start you know trusting the, the most you know cap you know, education academically capable right. amongst our students. Yeah. And they could be, and you know, it's like they, they seem to be able to handle pressure up until the point where, you know, you know, a lot of times these like, kids at MIT or whatever, they, you know. Yeah. They don't hand, they handle the pressure to a point. Yeah. And they're overachievers. So if you just tell yeah. them, like, well, you don't want, yeah, you don't if, want them If you drop a school shooter, that's worth like a ton of extra credit. Oh, that's, that's instant college admission. Yeah. That's, I might, look, <laughs> no, we'll, 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 you get, you go to MIT. Yeah. No, if you, if, like, I don't want to incentivize anyone to like. I mean, because you can imagine the kind of outlier situation mm. where, like, you know, the kid uh, who like was borderline, you know, valedictorian of a not great school, so it wasn't that impressive, and like he was not a shoe in for MIT at all. Kind of gets his, you know, friend who's really kind of a not, you know, not academic kid. And they, you know what I mean? Right, right. And they agree to like, but then, you know, and he shoots. I mean, you know what I'm trying, trying to get? At? I'm not trying to give anyone an idea, but I mean, in, in this perverse system that we're building, right. we don't want to incentivize anyone to create a situation yeah. where they, you know, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Where it's a false, it's a false shooter. Yeah. 
And he just shoots him. He shoots his friend. I don't know. Uh, Literally all our suggestions are just going to lead to so many more people getting shot. I, well, look, I, I, I think that's my, my, my PTSD security guard just joins the school shooter. <laughs> no, kid, look, look. You got to line the site, both the sites up. You're, you're, here's the problem. You're aiming with your eye. You have to aim. You're, you're practicing when you're aiming down the site, but you, but you got you got the reflex shoot. He's like chasing all this like. Anyway, wow, this is bizarre. Straight A students are just dropping each other for a chance to get into MIT. Oh, the competitive. Oh, the- that's battle royale. Well, like, like, it's not. It- it's not everyone though. It's not everyone who has that. Look, that's an interesting point. I was thinking yeah. like you know the, the valedictorian and salutatorian. Um, and that would be kind of like whoever's ahead in that race. Mm. But then you're switching guns all the time. It's like I think some guy gets a, like an A on the test, and he's like, "Give me the gun, my gun. <laughs> I get the gun now." Like your, like your GPA go, goes up. Maybe it's like you know, if you have a certain GPA, you get you know, we get to have a gun. Mm. It can't. But look, I mean, and like I would never have been part of this. So I'm not. It's not me. Like you know, enfranchising myself. Right. My past, you know, I would have been the guy without the gun. They're like, oh fuck. Same. I mean, it's going to build a lot of resentment amongst people who aren't great at math. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, so I don't know how that bubbles over into you know other things. Yeah. Uh, it definitely has the 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 shade of a Stanford prison experiment. Uh, but so, yeah. Okay. What about? No, should explain we... that. Explain the. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, the Dr. Pepper went down. You know, almost the wrong pipe. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, the what you know the one where they made some people guards and some people prisoners and like gave, oh, I, gave the guards all this control over the prisoners. Oh, I was thinking the other one where they were like uh, where they were you know give this man the electrical dial. <laughs> oh yeah. Right, and then he, and he's like this man's hurt and it's like just keep it keep hitting it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, should we have the, the problem a lot of people have with metal detectors is that they're kind of demoralizing to the school population. Is that really a look? Should we have maybe That's... like maybe like a kind of uh, fun metal detectors, like that... themed metal? You, like you oh, pass... sure, make a Pokemon thing. Sure, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like you get a Pikachu. Yeah, I feel like look that that's the kind of thing where it's like. When the when the British government after World War One they suspended the the gold standard the pound sterling standard whatever mm. after World War during World War One which you know in massive wars is, is typically would happen and uh, and then it, it caused a lot of problems later on but they wanted to get back in the gold standard because it was prestigious but they didn't want to be like a lot of countries don't want to devalue their currency it's, it's a lack of it means other reasons but it's a, a prestige thing right but it's not, at a certain point you got you got to pay the price. It's, it's like you know, it's like it's like not wanting to. Your, your family was rich, but now you don't want to sell the boat. But you gotta sell the boat, right? You're not you're not, you're not flush anymore. And it's like, oh, it's demoralizing. We have metal detectors. It's like, yeah, well, that's that's where we're at. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna help though. I guess it helps. I guess I guess there's some shooting group people sneak them in. Yeah, and I also. Guys, it's like the thing is with metal detectors. I feel like they're usually used to like to like. Uh, check with students, right? But if some, you know, eighteen, ran, you know, random eighteen, you're going through the metal detector. It's like, hey, 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 I'm the valedictorian. Yeah, <laughs> I get to have this. <laughs> you know, the security guard's like, what? Like, <laughs> no, like, you know how these things work. No one, no one tells every all these perks your teachers tell you you have, and then like, they don't, they're not real. Like everything else your teachers teach you is crap. <laughs> and it's like, you know, he's like, oh, no one told me about this. <laughs> 
No, I can I can have one. I'm, 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 I, I got an A on the math test. I want to have this fucking six six hour or whatever. Uh, I don't know. So I mean, will that work? Do we fix it? I think so. I hope so. I really do. That's the closest anyone's come yet. Because this is really tragic. We're ma- you know, we're not making light. It's- no, I mean, look, look, it's it's so uh, fucked up. Everyone else is out there just going like, but you got banned. And like, look, we're the only ones. I feel like who are like, you know. But what else can we do? We got to at least, I feel like the first step is really just to practice the expectation that maybe you should have some solution, right? Like, yeah. Like, just practice. We've gotten out ex- of that habit. Yeah. 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 We, where it's just like, it's like the moment it happens, and we're just like, yeah, it's just, we're, we're not going to do anything about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's terrible. And then the like, government's like, saying- oh, cool. <laughs> they get it now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,. Maybe, uh, or lasers somehow going to help? <laughs> Can we get a laser? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, the, the we protect uh, precious jewels and stuff with lasers, right? Does every kid get a laser shield? <laughs> <laughs> How far? Where's Musk on this? The hallway. Where's Elon Musk on the laser shield? <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. Uh, so... Anything else you wanted to, before we move on from this uh, awful topic? Um, oh, I don't think so. So, uh, we've been playing basketball a lot lately. We have. We, uh, we've been hooping. You, you ba- we've been hooping. You bought a basketball, and we go uh, to a park, and we play basketball a few times a day. And we'll play horse, and we'll play, uh, we'll do a little one-on-one where I'm like, you know, boxing you out yeah. you know, towards the paint. And we're getting better, you know. It's like whatever. We're getting, we're getting active. We're getting out in the world. Mm. We're living, living for, our na- lives. for now. For now, uh, and yeah, it, it's been fun. Now we had there was look. We share. We we try to time it because we work from home, so we're able. To, we were, we have to. You know, we're able to kind of take our breaks and, and kind of our will. But the schools also and the kids of the neighborhood also utilize this basketball court. So we have to kind of find these windows. Mm. Of time, uh, and overall, it's been good. But there was uh, there was some situations where, like, and look, we're not trying to keep hoopers off the court. No, young hoopers. You know, <laughs> we see a bunch of some kids uh, who need to hoop. You know, we 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 wrap our game. Yeah, you know, we're, we're just fussing around for the most part. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're we're not trying to stop anyone from becoming you know the next John Morant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like we we were playing. Was it look at last week? And there was a bunch of kids. You know, ranging of ages, right? Like, you know, anywhere from between 12 and 40. I don't know. <laughs> no, 12 there, and like... There's usually like... 12 a, and 17, probably. There's usually an age range of like 12 to 17, and then there will be like one like random old man right. sitting on a bench just kind of watching it, but also, you know, uh, thinking about how, how... He's the coach. You know, <laughs> everyone he loves is dead. Well, jeez. <laughs> it's like, uh, there, uh, that seems to be usually the pattern. I mean, wow, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I'm just, I'm just thinking, this, like, you know, that'd be me one day. Uh, anyway, you're uh, not gonna be the hack enough to go to a park. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be at a Chinese buffet. Yeah, just eating, eating, eating crab, imitation crab legs, mm. right? Or crab sticks. Anyway, that sounds good. It, 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 this kind of thing when you eat one is like pretty, it's fried, it's pretty tasty, then. They, they start getting gross yeah. <laughs> um, as you start gorging yourself with them. Uh, 
But yeah, we were playing, and they were playing half court, and we're like, well, I guess we can play, we'll play the other hoop. And then at some point, they started wanting to play full court, I guess, but they didn't ask us. And they just started kind of like moving up and down the court. Right. Like, and like, you know, and like, they didn't say, like, get out of the way or anything, but they were just, you know, act as if we weren't there, sort of. Right. And then take their shots and then go back to the other side. Yeah. And when it first happened, I was a little like, uh, what, what, what is this here? <laughs> Which is a weird response. I was like, well, what is this? <laughs> and, you were, and you were like, what did you say? Yeah, I, said, what's, I, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and they didn't respond. Uh, yeah, and whatever. I mean, I, I think they expected us just to walk away. Yeah. I think they expected us just Which to Which isn't of, like a bad theory. It's not a bad, but look at this fat guy and his little girlfriend. Look, <laughs> <laughs> look, a bunch of, bunch of kids. And like, but I'm not scared of kids. I'm yeah. not saying I shouldn't be, but right. I just, I can't, I don't clock like, they're just kids. I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, like, you know, if they start yelling at me, like, hey, fat boy, we're going to kill you. We're like, <laughs> I, I'll evaluate the situation at that point. <laughs> but I mean, you know, and, and I was more just like, you know, I'm not like, I'm not that much of a bitch. I'm just going to be like, ooh, yeah. well, excuse me. Uh, and I don't know, I think after a couple waves of that, they just, you know, kind of got the idea, like, if they if they had said to us, hey, we, were, we you know, we actually wanted to play full court, just because it seems like, it seems like weird for us to, to be like, no, like, it's yeah. like, it's, like a, it's a socialism thing almost, or the good of the many outweighs the few kind of thing. Yeah, it also is like, it is a children's space, mostly. Technically. Like, <laughs> well, it's not, no, it's not, because there's no, there's not a merry-go-round. I mean, there's like, a, it's, it's more of an all parks, I guess, are you know, inherently for families and children more. Right. But yeah, we're, we're, we're fully within our rights to be at this park. <laughs> uh, we make that very clear. We're not hanging around the merry-go-round. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I agree. So, I mean, it was interesting. But they seem to... And I'm not saying, like, I intimidated them. But I feel like they... I, 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 I have enough of a presence that they were like... Ah, we'll just play half court. And right. I, it's also like, you know, probably... It's, it's hard playing half court, half, full court basketball. You know, we get winded. I mean, you don't have to be me to get winded doing that. Yeah. They probably get winded too and say, no, it wasn't worth their troubles. <laughs> uh, so we, I guess we won that exchange. Yeah. But uh, there was another situation where this other kid, like a younger kid at one point, a few days later, you know, kind of just showed up next to us and like, he was playing on the other end. There was a few people shooting baskets on the other end and he just came over to us and started shooting. And I just kind of gave him the nod. Like, yeah, I guess this is fine. Yeah, we were just playing horse. Well, yeah, we're playing horse. We'll share the hoop. We yeah. no, no words were exchanged. They're kind of going, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And he starts, like, doing... It's like a nine-year-old kid. Yeah, a young kid. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't ask him his age or anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, how old are you? Well, <laughs> but yeah, it's like... What's your name? <laughs> right. Well, we, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> that came up. Well, it didn't come up, but no. <laughs> between us. Yeah. Uh, no, but he starts shooting, like, behind... His, his back at one point like i saw it he, he got one in yeah and actually he's like did you get that in he's like yeah like oh weren't you facing the other way <laughs> he's like yeah <laughs> yeah we were both vocally impressed yeah we're like, and like from that point on he would like look to us every time like you know we he got one in yeah eventually we got tired because you know because we we're out of shape <laughs> and like yeah. and we were sitting on the bench just kind of like you know uh, trying to recuperate recuperating and yeah it's like i noticed like it's like every time every time he threw one he would sort of react to us yeah and we were kind of like yeah we kind of i gave him the nod like, i wouldn't be like applauding every time but yeah. if he hit the from that point after he hit that one if he hit, like he wouldn't get him in regularly but yeah. if he hit the the rim looking the other way i'd be like Dang. yeah 
Yeah, you give him a little nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he seems to crave. You, 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 if you say anything to a kid, he was nice to a kid once. They just fucking want more attention. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, we, they were like, hey, we'll, we'll get out of here. So I like, I said to him like, "Have a good one, kid." Yeah. And we started walking, and I asked you like, "Is that is that is that like bad?" They said that like, should I have like, you know, like call him kid? I mean. It felt a little weird. Like, it's like, no, like, he is a kid. Like, it's fine. Right. No, like, but like, I feel like it's condescending to call someone like, hey, kid. Right. I don't know. But then I realized, what was he going to do? Ask him his fucking name? Right. <laughs> like, hey, kid. <laughs> You're pretty good. What's your name? <laughs> like, literally, like, just like six uh, fathers would have just pounced on you immediately. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> You're really good at basketball. <laughs> um... Yeah, it would, be, it would be horrendous, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like you know, I feel like there's a mutual respect with the with the Hoopers and me, because <laughs> I don't try to get, I'm not trying to get in their games. <laughs> but it was a little bizarre. Um, what else is going on? There was a lot of uh, discussion uh, over the weekend, I believe, on the Twitterverse or whatever the fuck you call it. Uh, this been, I, I don't know where this started. But you know, on Twitter, you kind of you, you just kind of see all the reactions to things. Yeah. And so, like, apparently, someone started complaining about sex scenes in movies. Really? About the prep, like how they, they just you know are in TV shows, whether they drag down the plot, or like look it up, look, see if you can find anything. Well, well that, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> what are you, Mr. Skin. Yeah. <laughs> No, like uh, discourse, maybe, or uh, I don't know. But like, it, it got me thinking. Like, what, what, uh, how, where do you stand up? Because I, I, I do feel like it's overdone. I feel like Game of Thrones has too many sex scenes. Probably, uh, I don't really understand. You know, understand that much why you need them anymore. I'm not saying you shouldn't have them, but like these people who like. But when if it's going to be gratuitous, like I can just go watch porn. Yeah, like they're not and anyone can. Like, I mean, I, I don't think it's that's really much of like oh, but. Certain people, you know, everyone's got the, everyone's got a phone. Kids have phones. They want, you know, I'm not saying they should be watching it, but if that's your argument, like, you know. But yeah, they're not titillating enough for the desensitized, right, porn addicted population. Yes, I mean, it is an interesting thing. Like, wh- where do you fall? You f- you find something? Okay, so this is one of one contribution mm-hmm. uh, from Pop Detective. He said, "Sex scene discourse is back again, and once again missing the point." The question question isn't should sex be portrayed, parentheses, yes. The question is how is sex portrayed? Is it consensual? Is it coercive? What are the power dynamics? Oh, I'm so bored. <laughs> I'm so bored with consent. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm just so no, bored. No. I'm, I'm, I'm like already bored. Yeah. Hey, I don't, is I don't, it mutually satisfying? Is everyone having a great time? Yeah, but what if it's like a rape scene in an important movie about rape? Like, well, I, I think that you know, even that guy's case might get an exception. I don't think he goes, look, is a rape victim enjoying it? Yeah. I don't think he'd ask that. I'd be fair. He might, but I don't know the guy. I feel like that actually used to be a problem, like in old Hollywood films. Oh, where they would actually, they would, yeah, be like, oh, this isn't bad. Yeah, right. (laughs) Or some shit, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, I I don't think that's the majority of the discourse. I think people are talking about, like, you know, it's not integral to the plot. Right, right. And uh, it's just kind of their... I mean, Game of Thrones got a lot of heat for that one with the with the blonde girl and the, and the Aquaman, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah. And like you know, because she was, they was calling it rape, and like, but this isn't rape. It's a, it's a fancy world, and like, and he's a, he's, he's a horse lord or whatever he was. Right. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like wasn't Game of Thrones pretty like grounded about being like, uh, look, this isn't this isn't good. Like, it's not good that like a young woman has to like, you know, figure out. How to like uh, sexually satisfy this guy who she was basically sold to? Yeah, like, I, I don't think they were like this. Is like uh, she wasn't the villain at that point. I mean, they made her the villain, right? But like, later on, but you yeah. know, I don't think that that was part of her. Like we knew all along because she couldn't even <laughs> satisfy the horse lord. Right. We knew she, she burned down Westeros. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just feel like you know, I mean, what are some great sex scenes? The Google this for me. Well, uh, honestly, best movie. Top I, Gun had a good one. I, I was gonna say I was really. You introduced me to Top Gun recently. I'd never seen it. I, I opened you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the world of Top Gun. I genuinely enjoyed the sex scene in Top Gun. Yeah. It was funny. It was funny. It was, it was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, had a lot of blue. You know, Tom Cruise is in some great sex scenes. Eyes Wide Shut uh, has a decent sex scene, right? Oh yeah. Days of Thunder, which you refused to watch with me. <laughs> where he's a stock car driver. Did a scene with him and Nicole Kidman where after, you know, post-coitus, he's got a little matchbox car, I think, or something, and he's, like, going up her leg towards the pussy. <laughs> and, like, she's going, ah, you're teasing me. But, like, but that was fun. Right, you right. Know, it's, Tom Cruise is a great sexual chemistry for every, everyone in the world. <laughs> um, there seemed to be a lot of... Uh, Large von Trier movies where where sex is pretty uh, is actually kind of the plot. Like if not, well, yeah, Antichrist it, starts to have a really good sex scene, really hot, really slow motion, uh, simultaneously occurring while a baby's jumping out the window. Right, much like Eric Clapton, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, so it's like it's a mixed message, <laughs> you know. But I mean, literally, but it's definitely integral to the plot because that baby jumping out the window, caused directly by that porn actor's penis going into that actress's vagina. Well, it's interesting because you think about, you know, the movie film Antichrist because, like, there's another, you know, pretty uh, poignant uh, scene later on where that woman, they, they, look, their they baby dies and they get all emotional about it. You know, that's the whole movie. <laughs> uh, but, like, but, like, it, so at one point she, like, waits for his penis to get erect where she gets him erect. There's like a lot of yeah. shit going on, and she gets up, and then, he, then she like gets up and, and then throws a big rock at his erect penis, mm. and it's kind of like, I guess it's kind of a metaphor. I'm only realizing now, but it's like a metaphor for like them fucking and the baby. Like the baby's the rock. Yeah. You know. Right. The, the, the baby jumping out the window is the rock. Yeah. There's something there. And then there's also that uh, weird movie which I've never seen in full, but I've seen a couple of scenes from it called yeah. Nymphomaniac. Right. That's literally all just uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg. Uh, fucking. I don't know what Lawrence Von Trier is trying to get across <laughs> to everyone. I mean, look, these, these are these, he's a, he's a talented filmmaker, uh, and you can go, well, it's deep, and it's, 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 I'm sorry, it's not a Marvel movie. I'm sorry, it's not Iron Man <laughs> four, and it's like fair enough. Uh, it's it's dense, but when you break it down, what do most of these movies have to say? <laughs> not, my, I mean, like honestly, one of the most I feel like Apocalypse Now is one of the few movies where it was like you know. There was something like subtextual about it, or not even subtextual, but like where the, where the thing and uh, the thing being debated is, is an interesting idea. Like, <laughs> you know, do you, is, is it actually more merciful to be more brutal and, you know, 
in the, in the, in the short term. Right. Like, these are interesting philosophical ideas, I feel, in Apocalypse Now. But that's kind of rare. Most movies that have subtext is more just like, look at him. He's like, Christ on the cross. <laughs> like, he's a graduate. I remember having a teacher in school in some film studies class, and it's like, <laughs> And like you know, Dustin Hoffman's that scene where he's banging on the thing, like ah, like don't marry her, I love her. And he's like, look at him, like Christ on the cross. <laughs> and like I just watched the commentary. I've told the story before. But I watched the commentary. You know, I was in the DVDs at the time, and I, I told him, like, look, I watched the commentary. The guy said that it was a new church, and they couldn't, they wouldn't let him bang on the thing. And then you know, eventually, because he's supposed to bang like you know, just with his fists. Mm. And they're like, no, 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 we just bought this fucking window. What are you, are you crazy? <laughs> and, and they compromised by he like spread his arms out so it wouldn't be. And he's like, he's like, it doesn't matter. It's what's on the, it's what's on the film. Right. It's like, all right, so what are we doing here? Yeah. You know, it's like, but the point, uh, it, was, it was a formative thing for me, realizing all teachers, are jer- all professors and teachers are jerk-offs. Mm. Uh, but yeah, um, are there any sex scenes you can think of? Like, what are some other great sex scenes? Do you have a list? <laughs> great sex scenes. Oh, wow. There's a lot of lists. Sure. Oh, don't look now. Never I mean, saw I've been meaning to watch that. Never saw it. Persona. Uh, These are all. Brokeback bro- Mountain. All right. That's iconic enough. Uh, but I'm saying, like, what? Persona? I mean, everyone likes Igmar Bergman, but, like, what's, what's that one? This is something called In the Realm of the Senses. Get me a real list, like, that has, like, porkies on it or something. <laughs> what, what are you doing what? here? Oh, the last, last temptation of Christ. That that did actually have some interesting. Barbara Hershey was pretty stacked in that movie, if I remember correctly. She had some cool tattoos, and she was looking good. <laughs> name some. Come on, you can't just, babe. You can't just. I I know. I know. Name them as you go. I lost it. Just a second. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, just go with a different list and just name them as you go. Don't scroll so quickly. Atonement. Well, slow down. What is atonement? I don't. I, I don't know. But they're telling you. This is why I don't want to say all of them. But there's a blurb under uh, there. Atonement is a film about war, love, class differences, and regret. But mostly, it's a film about two people who are incandescently horny for each other. This doesn't seem fun. <laughs> what, what else we got? Two days in the valley. Never heard of it. I've never heard of any of these so far. Scroll down. <laughs> yeah. Well, but no, but this is why I was scrolling. There's, 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 a, there's a middle ground here. Is all I'm saying. Oh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, that is that but that that look that wasn't real. Maybe because I you know actually watched porn, but that, that felt fake. That like, I mean, well, it was definitely fake. <laughs> no, sure, but it, it didn't feel like. I mean, I, you know, it didn't feel like there was actually. A, I like secretary. Oh, secretary. That was a good one. When he's like, eat one pea. Yeah. It's your dinner table. And you can have as many potatoes as you want. Oh, he gave her that. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was nice of him. So anyway, uh, wild things, wild things. That's top. Not, I mean, people, I guess it's problematic because it's about two students who like, uh, like, you know, what do you call it? Frame sexually frame their teacher. (laughs) Yeah. So it's not, it's not really a a paradigm or a, what's the word? A a pair like a, uh, an accurate portrayal of a typical, uh, dynamic. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. The typical anything that happens. Right. (laughs) But that was a great sex scene. Uh, Oh yeah, no, that sex scene is really fun. I, I like Matt Dillon. She's right. hot. I forget her name, but yeah. So you know, I mean, look. I think what we're finding here is they don't seem that necessary. There aren't any, that many great ones. Midnight Cowboy didn't have a great sex scene, did it? No, I don't think so. I love that movie. I mean, I mean, what if John Voight and uh, 
I think they did have there's a rape scene, but not a sex scene. Oh, really? In the beginning, was about you know. Wait. Oh, right. Yeah. Because they held him down, right, Joe Buck. Mm. Let's move on. Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain is on all of these lists. I is guess. There, is there is there really a good sex scene in that, or that's just they kind of allude to it? I think they do kind Are of they humping. Sh- is there a hump scene? They do that? kind of show some humping. Oh, nice. I yeah. never. I think I've ever watched it all the way through. I want to see that though. Jake Gyllenhaal. Just two rough cowboys. I mean, I don't, I don't think they were that rough. <laughs> and neither one of them really stack up, you know. Yeah, like, you know, Heath Ledger was good as the Joker, but, like, I don't think most actual cowboys would call them rough cowboys. No. Yeah. No, they wouldn't. Jake, they were those beautiful eyes. All right, we can stop this. Stop scrolling. Uh, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I'm not controlling? <laughs> What? No, well, no, it's okay. Okay. Um, so Seth Green, uh, from you know him from Buffy, right? Yes. He uh, created a show. Look up Seth Green, um, monkey. What's the, what's the headline read? <laughs> Seth Green's monkey NFT was stolen. Right. And now he can't make his TV or show. Or the board ape. It was the board apes. So Seth Green bought these. Look, we're all we haven't talked much about it, but the NFT uh, market seems to have crashed a bit. Yeah, it's not thriving as much as it was. Uh, and these bored apes. I mean, I think they're still selling for like a lot of money, but like half of what they were. And um, I don't know if it's directly related to the crash, but Seth Green, who's known as a uh, you know the, the, the son from Austin Powers, you know Doctor Evil's son, that guy. Right. Uh, he bought some NFTs. And decided because he now he owns the rights to the character of this bored ape that he was going to make a like a sitcom or whatever a, a show they pitched I think they they proved it I'm not sure where uh, and it was going to be it's like this weird like Who Framed Roger Rabbit animated thing where the bored ape is the character he plays the bartender mm. and uh, someone he, he 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 fell victim to a phishing scam and and someone stole these NFTs from him. Oh, wow. Therefore, stealing the rights to the character. And now he can't make... He like They've already shot the pilot, I think. Okay. And he can't make this thing anymore. And he's like trying... He knows who owns it now because of the digital blockchain, I guess. And he's trying to get that guy to like sell it to him, I guess, or, or give it to him. Or, and he's not, he's not complying yet. And he's very upset. And I couldn't be happier. Because <laughs> this is the most jerk-off thing I've heard in my fucking life. Right. Seth Green go fuck himself. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit I've heard. You bought... I mean, you didn't... You, you bought a character... Uh, these apes, look. You want to buy a bored ape, that's fine. I never envisioned that anyone would like... Oh, I'm, I'm just... I'll take these NFTs that I buy. I'll make... Just draw an ape! Draw a different ape, you fucking idiot. You're just trying to be like all whimsical in the blockchain. You're trying to have some cool gimmick. Oh, I'm part of the zeitgeist. You're an old man who fucking, someone asked for your password and you gave it to him. Someone told you they were with the FBI and they asked your social security number. How, what kind of fishing scam did you fall for, you old middle-aged idiot trying to be all fucking cool with your NFTs? You haven't been relevant since the 90s and this is why you got scammed. Stupid um... Seth Green. I couldn't be happier. I watched the trailer. It's it's so it's really dumb looking. Oh, the trailer's out. Yeah, I mean, I can see if I can find it. Let's oh see. yeah, I know. I've I've actually I've hated Seth Green weirdly personally for a while, and it's just because one time a per, a, a person I used to be friends with on Facebook shared like a black and white um, uh, meme of just Seth Green like 
head on his fingers like this. Yeah. And it was a Seth Green quote about how, you know, he doesn't believe in God, but he's, he can still be a spiritual person. And I remember... <laughs> remember was he hanging out with James Franco and Jared Leto? <laughs> I just remember just hating his guts from yeah, that what, what a fucking scumbag. <laughs> I mean... That's just the most cynical thing I've ever heard of. This guy, I mean, he makes that robot chicken shit, right? Oh, right, yeah. Fucking, why don't you make something, something that isn't claymation, you dumb fuck? <laughs> What's he going to do, not, not hire me for robot chicken? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so sick of this asshole. <laughs> oh, God, I don't believe in God, but I will. Uh, here, have a drink. <laughs> That's Seth Green. <laughs> um, anyway. Laura Dern's also been in the news for different reasons because they have a new Jurassic Park coming out. This is a movie episode. This is a, the shooting and movie episode. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're all about shooting themes. We're all about themes. <laughs> Action. Uh, Remember but, that? Wasn't there an old show called Dinner in a Movie? Yeah, that was. Uh, wasn't that Dinner in a Movie? Wait, was that? What's Dinner in a Movie? It was a thing you would do. What's dinner in the movie? I feel like there was a show though, or something. You thinking of uh, of dinner with f- dinner for five? Oh yeah, yeah. Dinner in a movie was American cooking and entertainment television program. We're, oh. we're shooting in a movie. Who, who was it? Um, presented by Claude Mann. I don't know, I don't who, know that who that is. You 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 brought us to a <laughs> a strange detour here. Laura Dern. <laughs> Laura Dern. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh. So they're promoting the new Jurassic movie where I think the dinosaurs have learned they're on the blockchain now, the dinosaurs. <laughs> they're all on the blockchain and they're circulating through the through Ethereum. They're uh they're biting children, you know. Maybe maybe the Velociraptors are, you know, we're trying to get them to stop school shootings and it's not working. Mm. Uh but so they were interviewing Laura Dern and I guess it came up that, you know, how odd it was when she looks back that, you know, she was 23, and I guess Sam Neill was in his 40s when they made that movie. Mm. And then they were supposed to be together. She had a quote. Yeah, read me the quote. It felt completely it, it felt completely appropriate to fall in love with Sam Neill, and it was only now when we returned in a moment of cultural awareness about the patriarchy that I was like, wow, we're not the same age? Question mark? <laughs> Look, I, I got to say... I'm not, I mean, that guy's, that guy, Sam Neill's character, right? Alan Grant is a guy who like is so revered that this scientist guy who like this scientist who invented dinosaurs, right? Right. Like he actually made dinosaurs flew to him, (laughs) right? Like it was like, I honestly, the the plot of Jurassic Park is that like this guy invents dinosaurs, (laughs) literally clones them. Has a park full of them, <laughs> and like he's, but the investors are a little worried, and so like, they, they, can we get an expert here to like you know, placate our fears, maybe? And he goes, "Well, I, I did create dinosaurs. I mean, I, I'm no one else has cloned dinosaurs. <laughs> get us a guy, and he goes and get this guy. So this guy's even more of an expert somehow than the guy who made dinosaurs. <laughs> That's how good Alan Grant is." How good Sam Neill's character is at dinosaur stuff. Right. That, like, he's more important, his opinion matters more than the guy who invented dinosaurs. <laughs> and yet, uh, we're supposed to act like he, that, like, that's some fucking grad student who's also into, like, dinosaur adjacent stuff. 
I think she's a botanist, but a paleobotanist. Right. That she like, oh, he had to he had to work that hard to like you know, like forget her to be interested in him. That, that's he's a, a good point. Yeah. He's the greatest dinosaur man in the world. <laughs> right. The guy who invented dinosaurs needs to get his approval. Right. And, and he can't pull like Yeah. It's really not the same crime. How is he like, a predator? I mean, like, I get if he like got her drunk, but she seemed to be on his dig. Like, you know, like doing work. Right. I don't I, I, I you know, she seems to be qualified. I don't it's not like she's some ditz it's, who he's like, Hey, if you suck me off, I'll bring you on the dinosaur trip. Well it's not it's definitely not as like a you know, much of like a sin as like or, you know, just cinematically, like a right. sin as like some of the random matchups of just like here here is a uh here is a guy who's playing a loser. Right. And this hot woman twenty years younger than him is into him. Yeah. Right? Like that's the cliche. Like right. that's that's the one that like people call out. This one, it just isn't as strong. Because, yeah, they're they're frolicking together with dinosaurs. This is like... If a man can is, give you that, it doesn't matter. According to the movie, I'm not saying this is real life, but according to the movie, this is like... They're, I feel like the equivalent is like she's a pretty decent uh, cellist in like the... In, in the... In the... The London Philharmonic. Pretty, pretty prestigious, right? She's the yeah. third, second cellist. It's pretty impressive. And he's Mozart. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like oh he'd have to take it. I, I want to fuck Mozart. <laughs> so whatever. I'm not saying he couldn't take it, but also he looked good in that movie. He was a great looking guy. He, he was a good. Can we stop guy. acting like like women don't like like you know successful men in their early 40s? Yeah, or mid 40s. Like that's a great time. It's before you hit your 50s. That George Clooney looked at Sam Sam Neil in his 40s. Right. He looks good. He looks better than he did when he was 20. Yeah. And also, it's like the, the other thing is that, like in acting, I think, like people have a range. Yeah. Like people are in reality an age, right? But they have a range. Like, well, like Laura, yeah. Laura Dern has always, always had like she's a beautiful woman, of course, but yeah. she's always had like sort of a more like kind of handsome, mature, womanly face. Like yeah, even in Blue Valley, yeah, maybe, like, but definitely in Jurassic Park. I, I yeah. won't, look, that's how I, I I got onto this because that's what people retweeting is going like. I thought she was in her thirties. Well, look, no one said she was 20. Yeah. Like, it's like it's a movie. Yeah, you're right. She's playing a ring. Oh, but she was actually 22. These people are just going out of control with this shit. Yeah, it's nuts. He's he The guy who invented dinosaurs needs has to get on his knees and say, please come to my island. Yeah. He had to, he had to convince him. Right. He had to, like, pay him a bunch of money and fund his project. He should have been like, hey, asshole, you want to go see a T-Rex? You fucking hack. <laughs> All you academics act like you're better than me. I just fucking invented a T-Rex. Right. Why don't you come see it, you dumb fuck? <laughs> Can't believe it. Do you want to see her what Sam Neill said about it? Sure. Uh, okay. She had great tits. <laughs> <laughs> I pressured her into having sex with me, and I don't regret it. Oh. <laughs> my, ca- <laughs> my character pressured. I knew, I knew it was part of my method acting. I knew, I knew I'd take advantage of her, and I loved it. <laughs> That's what motivated my scenes. Um, okay, so Sam Neill said, uh, I am 20 years older than Laura. Uh, oh, actually, there's an exclamation point. <laughs> so he said, I am 20 years older than Laura. Which at the time was a completely appropriate age difference for a leading man and lady. It never occurred to me until I opened a magazine and there was an article called Old Geezers and Gals. People like Harris. That's mean. <laughs> it, also, it also, the first part, at first it started feeling like he was like, like he like, it's like name ranking the, what's the number? When you, like the Geneva Convention, name rank, name ranking the 
serial number or whatever. Oh, you yeah, right. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a I am twenty years old and older than. Uh, it was appropriate <laughs> at the time. It did not seem appropriate, like very much. But no, he, but the, the geezer thing. Uh, he was good looking. Yeah. And then people debating, film tours debating. Do they actually even were they even together? Because like they barely even seem to be intimate. And they, these people want like you know they want them to be dry humping next to a fucking velociraptor. <laughs> these people are out of their minds. Where they like. People don't understand, like, relationships anymore. Right. They think these two, like, professionals who are in the dinosaur world, having <laughs> seen dinosaurs, like, oh, you know what? I, I do need to nut, though. Can we just, just fucking just try no, He's like, he's supposed to be like, he's, is he supposed to be like, stroke me off a little bit. Yeah. Like, stroke me well, off. Yeah, well, while, they're, while they're stuck in the tree or whatever. Right. Oh, well, that was the kid. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that was a different movie. <laughs> anyway, so I, I don't, you know, this whole there's a certain there's a certain strange thing going on. They've gone to they like the battles they pick always seem to be the dumb ones. Yeah, it's just like how about you just we start with don't like rape people, right? Yeah, we stop that and stop getting between like like young actresses and their money. Yeah, like, we, that we, was a big role for Lord. Oh, she made a ton of money. You, what, yeah. you, what you think? She bought her house off blue velvet? Yeah. I mean, I love blue velvet. But, right. you know, <laughs> Jeffrey, nothing. Uh, so anyway, it's been fun. Uh, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, I don't think so. Bring up, talk about. Uh, hearts go out to Darts and Prayers. Um, whatever, whatever the better version of Darts and Prayers is. I mean, yeah. it's terrible. Uh it's a, it's a hopeless situation, and uh, we'll just take solace in the fact that it's not going to get better. <laughs> Probably. It's sad. Look, what do you, at a certain point, it's just like, you don't get numb to it, and it's like, no, no, whatever. It's like, don't get numb to the fact that we keep hitting you. It's like, all right. You know, people do like to like to shit on, th- on the thoughts and prayers stuff, and I think for good reason, but, like, is this, is what we're doing really better? I think it is. <laughs> but that's you. <laughs> Of course, hey, I think well, it is. It's but, hopeless. Hey, well, that's a great point. If you don't like this, uh, you know, then shut up about the thoughts and prayers. Because right. <laughs> this is it's one or the other. Yeah. There's absolutely no middle ground. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for tuning in. If you want uh, to check out more Cump, we have the Patreon, patreon.com slash rate Cump. You get an extra episode every week for five bucks a month. Um, and so, you know, if you want to do that, we'll see you in a couple of days on that. And otherwise, we'll see you next week. Have a great week.